0: Good morning, everyone. (laughs) I went to bed last night thinking I'd only be talking to you about some uh, earth veneration, adoration stuff going on in Rome, which is bad enough. But then right after I went to bed, basically, the story broke that uh, a new dubia was answered by Francis through Cardinal Fernandez. And it's another one that throws out the law of God completely. And I will thank Father Dave Nix here for messaging me literally moments ago. a, A bit of an article that I'm going to read an excerpt from. It's towards the end. It's the caveat he gives, a warning to people who believe that the sacraments are essentially parlor tricks or magic tricks that can overcome anything. He he reminds us of the Catholic position on the sacraments. Our stories today are very serious, and. I'm going to tell you right now folks this I the the pope explainers are going to have a lot to explain after this because there are two topics to discuss today and the veneration and adoration of the of our common home is merely the second of the topics. We're going to start with the harder topic today, the one that we have to be the most careful about when speaking of because if I speak about this topic the way that many of you demand that I do, which is, I think, a reckless way to, just to talk about it on this pl- on this platform, I would probably lose my channel. I don't have the special unspoken of protections that many of the bigger Catholic and generally like conservative political channels have that speak about these issues freely. So let's start here with Site News, who tells us that Cardinal Fernandez answered another dubious submitted to him, and he chose to do so on All Hallows' Eve, a.k.a on Halloween. Something appropriate about that, I think. The subject of this dubia is, well, that issue that is gripping society and that we are all told we have to submit to or that we are truly bad people. It's the issue where, let's say, a grown man decides he's, well, it's not really that at all. (laughs) That it was somehow, you know, created in the only other way a person can be while being in the body God gave him. It's the issue that says that God made a mistake basically by putting the mind of one of the two options that you can be into the the wrong type. Did you catch my meaning there? Again, it's the issue that has left many people with daughters very unwilling to let them go use restrooms and such in public spaces anymore. That's the topic. Here's a quote from LifeSite News article by Michael Haynes that gives us the subject of the dubia. Quote, In an Italian document issued November 8th, The dicastery, formerly Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, issued a series of responses to six dubia questions submitted by Bishop José Negri of the Diocese of Santo Amaro in Brazil. The text was compiled and signed by Fernandez, and was approved and signed by Francis on October 31st. The questions are as follows, although the original July 14th, 2023 request from the bishop was not published alongside it. Can one of the people, kinds of people we're talking about here be baptized? Can one of the kinds of persons we're talking about here be a godfather or godmother at baptism? Can one of these folks be a witness at a wedding? Can two such persons or persons who love the James Martin sin be counted as parents of a child who must be baptized and who was adopted or gained by other methods? Can a person who is in this situation and cohabiting be godfather to a baptized person? Can a person who is in this situation and cohabiting be a witness at a wedding? And mostly quote. And here I think it would be prudent for us to to visit what Father Dave Nix has to say on this. He put this up last night. Here we're talking about access to the sacraments. Should people who reject categorically what the church has always taught on these things and on basic logic be admitted to the sacraments without firm purpose of amendment? So here's a warning for Father Dave Nix on this, because he, as he told me, he believes that uh, one of the goals of, uh, of this dubia is to lead the critics of Francis into a trap. So here it is. Quote, many beginning Catholic bloggers and even seasoned but misguided apologists, as an aside, we're doing this live, hence why no words on screen, today believe that the Council of Trent, an infallible council of the 16th century, promoted the sacraments while Protestantism promoted faith. This is not true. A closer look at Trent reveals that no adult should approach baptism or other sacraments without first demonstrating supernatural faith and repentance of all their sins. What about infant baptism? Can an infant demonstrate supernatural faith? Of course not, as infants do not have much reason. Thus, the church has always taught that either the parent or the godparent must demonstrate the supernatural faith in proxy, in place of the child. Remember, the sacraments are not magic tricks. The sacraments are not only ineffectual without faith, but even dangerous to salvation without faith. In short, the sacraments are quite worthless to salvation without supernatural faith. I would say they're worse than that. They're actually almost would disprove the word "worthless" and would say that they're it's more dangerous to approach the sacraments without supernatural faith than otherwise. The Council of Trent below refers to an adult preparing for baptism, but the same must be said about the required supernatural faith, as well as hope and charity and adherence to all the commandments, in proxy of the infant via the total repentance of the godparents. And I'll quote from the Council of Trent. For although no one can be just, but he to whom the merits of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ are communicated, yet is this done in the said justification of the impious, when by the merit of that same most holy passion, The charity of God is poured forth by the Holy Spirit in the hearts of those that are justified and is inherent therein. Whence man, through Jesus Christ, in whom he is engrafted, receives in the said justification, together with the remission of sins, all these gifts infused at once, faith, hope, and charity. For faith, unless hope and charity be added thereto, neither unites man perfectly with Christ, nor makes him a living member of his body. For which reason it is most truly said that faith without works is dead and profitless. And in Christ Jesus, neither the old form of the cut availeth anything, nor the lack thereof, but faith which worketh by charity. This faith, catechumens beg of the church, agreeably to a tradition of the apostles, previously to the sacrament of baptism. They beg for the faith which bestows life everlasting, without which hope and charity faith cannot bestow once also they do immediately hear the word of Christ. If thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Wherefore, when receiving true and Christian justice, they are bidden, immediately on being born again, to preserve it pure and spotless, as the first robe given them through Jesus Christ in lieu of that which Adam, by his disobedience, lost for himself and and for us, that so they may bear it before the judgment seat of our Lord Jesus Christ, and may have life everlasting." See Council of Trent Session 6 on Justification, Chapter 7. And, whereas the Apostle saith that man is justified by faith and freely, those words are to be understood in that sense which the perpetual consent of the Catholic Church hath held and express, to wit, that we are therefore said to be justified by faith, because faith is the beginning of human salvation, the foundation and the root of all justification, without which it is impossible to please God, and to come under the fellowship of his sons. We're therefore said to be justified freely, because none of those things which precede justification, whether faith or works, merit the grace itself of justification. For if be a grace, it is not now by works. Otherwise, as the same apostle says, grace is no more grace. See the Council of Trent, Session 6 on Justification, Chapter 8. And why am I reading that to you? Because what we're talking about here is the sacraments. If you're joining us late, Cardinal. Fernandez on behalf of Francis issued a new or issued a new response to a dubia from South American Cardinals asking if um, those folks you're not allowed to criticize in the culture right now who uh, believe that they inhabit the wrong bodies according to their own reasoning usually from social science if they can receive baptism or if they can uh, be serve as godparents or witnesses at weddings and the reason we're talking about Council of Trent is because as Father Dave Nix reminded me moments ago, there is it is worth reminding us that being reminded that the sacraments are not parlor tricks, they're not magic tricks, that you actually have to have faith. And part of that faith is the the, the Catholic religion has always said, as he says in his article in every century, including all these things faith, morals, and the sacraments. Meaning if you're going to serve in these rules, you have to be willing to, you have to at least attempt to abide by the morality of the church. It's as simple as that. So with that, we go back to here are what these, here is what we're going to say. On the first question, which is, can one of such persons be baptized? Fernandez says, yes, as long as though there is no risk of public scandal. In other words, no, <laughs> because, This will cause public scandal. Again, we're talking about unrepentant people. We're not talking about people who lived that way in the past, realize they've made a mistake, have repented, and are going to live the best life they can with everything that's happened. We're not talking about them. We're talking about those who are not repentant. In fact, here's the key. This dubia could be summed up as, can people who are public unrepentant sinners be baptized, serve as godparents, be witnesses, for them sacrament of holy matrimony. Can they be can they be parents? All the rest of that. It could be all that's all of it. But there it's unrepentant public centers of this specific kind. And Francis is and Fernandez, with Francis's permission, because he signed the document, is yes. Quote from LifeSight. But continuing in a lengthy argument, presenting factors for discernment, Fernandez outlined the offering of baptism to everyone, citing Pope Francis in doing so. Such aspects, he wrote, were to be considered especially when there are doubts about the objective moral situation a person is in, or about his or her subjective dispositions towards grace. Fernandez stated that, quote, even when doubts remain about a person's objective moral situation, or about his or her subjective dispositions toward grace, one should never forget this aspect of the faithfulness of God's unconditional love, which is capable of generating, even with the sinner, an irrevocable covenant, always open to development, also unpredictable, end quote. In other words, no in virtually every case imaginable, since we're talking about here is a defiance of the law of God. But again, that's not what he's saying. They're saying that, yes, you can. On the second question, can such persons be godparents? From the article, quote, under certain conditions, an adult of this kind who has also undergone the evil procedures that are popular at this time may be admitted to the task of Godfather or Godmother. However, since this task does not constitute a right pastoral prudence demands that it should not be allowed. If there's such a danger of scandal undue legitimization or disorientation in the educational sphere of the church community and quote again, in other words, no, but of course, yes, because this will always cause scandal among those with the actual faith, by the way, this would be a violation of canon law, as the article points out, not that it should need, be, need to be pointed out, though. So they're they're doing now is issuing directives that violate canon law. And the rest of the questions his answers were extremely short. And they were, of course, yes, that such persons can do all of these things. But here's the issue. For a person to be a godparent, they have to be willing to teach the Catholic faith to the godchild in question in the event that the parents can't do it themselves. The person in question can't and won't do that. Do you see the problem? They won't because they will not do the morality part. As Father Nix points out in his article, when I'm glad I, for my outline, I wrote this beforehand. That means it, <laughs> I was on the same same page with him. He just, of course, expressed it better than I did. Can we expect such persons to possibly teach them the faith, meaning transubstantiation, the effect of, you know, baptismal regeneration, primacy of the Roman pontiff, any dogma you care to name? Yeah, possibly. Can we expect them to have them, you know, go to mass that, you know, the young people in question could be taken to mass, receive the sacraments, all that? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Can we expect them to teach them Catholic morality? No. Therein lies the problem. The trap here is in being against the types we're talking about in general. This is remember take this away from people and remember people at the center of this, and this is what we're talking about here is the question of morality. Here, thank you, uh, Arlie, for the uh, for the super sticker. It is appreciated. Uh, what they're ta- uh, Raymond, they're talking about witnesses, being witnesses at such a ceremony, not actually accessing that ceremony, but that's coming. And so, again, I'll say what I said at the beginning. The Pope's splinters have a lot to answer for on this because you, they're either going to remain silent or they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, as long as there's no public scandal, where will there not be public scandal? Where? There will always be public scandal. And unfortunately, that wasn't the only groundbreaking news to break. The story, this, that story hit basically after I went to bed, hence why I don't have any kind, I didn't originally have any kind of allusion to that in the thumbnail, but uh, we sat down and quickly made a different one that sort of incorporates both topics. Let's get to the other part of this. Francis held an earth worship event at the Vatican. Headline from LifeSight. Pope Francis asks thousands of children to chant, nature is our future at Vatican event. Pre-selected questions from the kiddos were about the thermometer problem, peace efforts, and the Pope's friends and personal life, but notably absent were any questions pertaining to the Catholic faith. Pre-selected questions, none about the faith. Not even a basic one that you might expect from, you know, a small child. Like, hey, how, is I, uh, how can I, as a seven-year-old, live a be a better Catholic? Nothing like that. Pre-selected questions. I mean, that's great, isn't it? People feel empowered to ask the man they see as the Pope about anything but the one thing they should ask him about, which is the faith, how to save their souls. This article is also by Michael Haynes at LifeSite. He must have been very busy yesterday. Here's the meat of the topic. And this is another topic we have to be careful with, but I think you'll understand it just fine by what's going on here. Quote, the questions range from how children can save creation to why it's still hot, along with what happened to be appeared to be essentially a springboard question for the Pope to expand on his theme. Are you concerned about creation? Questioned about if he believed that children can save creation? Francis replied, yes, because you are simple and you understand that to destroy creation is to destroy us. We must guard creation. Do you understand this? If you destroy creation, you destroy everything, end quote. He then led a literal chant with kids about saving creation and such, except he didn't say creation, he said the earth. It was very pagan, and frankly, I'm not putting it in the video here. All sources for this are going to be at returntotradition.org or on the front page of Life News's Catholic section. The sources will be posted about a few minutes before 5 a.m. Central Time. Might it not just be in contrast to technology? No, it's not. No, it's not. Technology's not the problem anyway. They are talking about the issue itself. He doubled down on it with Laudate Damned at the beginning of the synod. That's what this is about. Again, I really need an explanation for how all this is perfectly fine and how you, you shouldn't have any doubts whatsoever about the veracity of the status quo in Rome. Megan Green says, I've run into one of those Pope's planners who actually had the nerve to say that the increase in traditional Catholic vocations the priesthood is Francis's t- no, it's a reaction to the, the state of the culture. That's what it is. It's a reaction to the state of the culture and the natural effect that that mass has on people, and good and all the other things that go into you know vocations, you know family life, all the rest of it. Light says, "I want to know what the Pope thinks about the Northern Lights all over Europe turning red the other night. They saw them here in the United States. If I had been awake." at the time you could have seen them. And if we had a clear night, I could have seen them that night too here. Like you could see them all the way, apparently into the Northern parts of central Oklahoma, which is interesting to say the part least. But yeah, that's the story folks. If you just joined us a little bit late, um, you should watch this from the beginning. This is, uh, it's unequivocal at this point. I mean, I need people like with respect to Cardinal Mueller, you saw my stream. I think it was yesterday or the day before, or earlier, where he spoke about where I, where I was quoting him on how he said Francis is guilty of material heresy but not formal heresy. Where he was clearly trying to clarify what he meant by if a, a heretic pope loses his office. I really want to know how this is material heresy. I really want to know because he is a, he is a moderate and a teacher of the faith. So I need to know from his position what that means, because how do you issue a response to a doobie about this, and and it not and with these kind of answers and it only be material heresy? How do you do that? Yes, Bellator, she did say that. Um, that's why, and a lot of people are making that illusion right now, given the state of things going on in the in the land of our uh, in the land of our Lord's birth. Uh, Robert Richards wants to know that Northern Lights symbolize here. Well, as the previous question I answered with this on the screen, there's a direct link to Fatima here, and some are wondering if we're seeing the same thing. <laughs> we'll find out, I suppose. I, my recommendation here, folks, would be get go to confession this weekend and stay close to the sacraments. The material answer says seven string Ronin is that those Northern lights reaching far South indicate a weaker magnetosphere. Yes, there are material. I I remind people that our Lord seems to like to use material means for these sorts of things. Northern lights. You can explain the Northern lights away easily. And it could very well just be that that's, it's just nothing more than that. Or it could be something else. And this is why I always wary of endorsing a material sign as a some sign in nature as some sign of something bigger happening. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about here is the, uh, the, the, the Northern lights and how everybody could see them. I mean, it was in the United States. You could see them too. Not just Alaska. I'm talking. uh, I saw I followed one of our local weathermen on Facebook and he was uh, saying you could in Oklahoma, see those lights. You can't normally, you cannot normally see the Northern lights in Oklahoma. uh tom you may want to watch this from the beginning because i'm about to wrap this up but uh i will just say that uh the pope's planners have a lot to explain after the things that cardinal fernandez and francis did yesterday that is if uh, a red cross will appear in the sky soon sign of the son of man that's if uh the uh i think that's from garam bendal i think if if, if garam bendal is true which i hope since it's unapproved i don't have a public opinion on it just uh if it's true that's I think that's where that comes from so anyway folks this will be your chance to get in any last moment questions so get those in now so we can uh, so I can wrap this up I've got things I'm working on for that I need to get to do, do some work on before I wrap this up for the night errands to run and that sort of thing yeah there's a uh, Ram Carliago says that's the warning there's also the illumination of conscience from Garbindalhl which I I have talked it before in videos about the, the illumination of conscience, but I've done it from other sources because it's not unique to that, that alleged prophecy. And I say alleged cause it's not approved by the church. Troy Locke says much of this will be reversed by future popes. God willing. Raymond does uh, talk about the exorcism piece. I've got a video that's available to my patrons now for Saturday. That's about uh, um, an exorcism, a famous exorcism. It's an account by, by a traditional priest. It you'll find that interesting when it goes live. So <laughs> go look, get for it. Um, if I did that video, there would, nobody would watch it except maybe I, that would be my worst performing video. If I ever did one, it just, it wouldn't be, I, I could do it in the live stream maybe, but, uh, you know, I mean, Catholic, the National Catholic Reporter was told to stop calling themselves Catholic by the bishops, and they refused. They're very they make America Magazine look moderate. America Magazine is uh, the James Martins outlet. National Catholic Register is EW10's print outlet. So they're moderate-ish. Um, if you will look for a traditional leaning news outlet, the SSPX news one. There's a few others. I use a lot of uh European outlets as well. And I'm trying to expand to South America, but I always keep forgetting to check them. So I have to go back through my emails to, for people who uh, sent me web websites. Anyway, thanks folks for tuning in today. Um If you're just joining us, like you'll want to watch this one from the beginning. Anyway, pray for the church folks. So I always end every video with pray for the church. <sighs> thanks for tuning in folks. Ave Maria.